I'm Nicole Stevens. Come join me and let's walk with Jesus. Today, I just wanted to share something a little more personal, I guess. I'm not really good at not being open. I'm pretty good at being open, (laughs) but maybe a little too good at it. So I just kind of vomit stuff out. So I'm really going to try to um, be a little tidier, I guess. Um, But I, uh, me and my kids recently went to go visit my family up in Indiana. And my biological father lives up there. And um, we went to try to, um, I guess, agree in a day to meet up. And um, he's like, every day, we can meet up every day. And we were staying in a hotel, and I was like, okay, cool, that'll be great. And um, every day he found a, you know, reason why he couldn't. And so our last day there, um, he said, okay, just call me, and we'll, we'll meet up. And my kids were excited, so my kids haven't met him yet, Um And so when it was time to meet him up, he's like, oh, something came up. And so we were disappointed. And I think, um, I guess to back up a little bit, uh, growing up, I didn't know I had a different dad. Um, It wasn't until I was about 13, I think I was 13, (laughs) that I found out that the dad I grew up with wasn't my uh, biological father. And so um, I ended up getting in touch with my biological father Uh, Not necessarily because he was trying to be found, (laughs) but, um, you know, he talked with me and built a relationship, and I met him when I was 18, Um, and um, hmm. so that was fun. Um, I know that we all have different levels of dysfunction in our families, uh, and so we're we're no different, but um, I have... I think the last time I heard about 14 half-brothers and sisters, we all have different moms. Um, I've met my older sister, and I have a younger brother, and I have another younger sister, and obviously we have some more out there, but our dad's never been married, so (laughs) it's really hard to track everybody down. Um, But even though I knew that he wasn't a really steady guy, um, it was still disappointing to me. that I couldn't meet up with them, and that my kids couldn't meet them, and um, and just that even though you just try not to take it personal because it's just kind of how they are with everybody, uh, you still feel a level of rejection, and um, and I think anytime we go through stuff that makes us feel insecure or anything that um, isn't true, really. We just go back to the Bible, um, and I know who I am in in God, and so I have to constantly go back to the Bible and say, okay, you know, me feeling rejected, how does God feel about me? And then even just more so than that, um, who is God to me? Because if we can look at, you know, this story specifically and how it relates to God, um, God constantly is referred to as father in the Bible. So if we look at some Bible verses and that, because the Bible is always good to look at when we talk about the Lord, um, Galatians 4, 6, it says, and because of your sons, God has sent forth the spirit of his sons into your hearts, crying, Abba, Father. 
2 Corinthians 6.18, And will be a father unto you, and ye shall be my sons and daughters, saith the Lord Almighty. Uh, Romans 8.15-16, through 16, For ye have not received the spirit of bondage again to fear, but ye have received the spirit of adoption, whereby we cry, Abba, Father. The Spirit itself beareth witness with our spirit that we are the children of God. Uh, and then 1 John 3 says, 3, one says, Behold, what manner of love the Father hath bestowed upon us, that we should be called the sons of God. Therefore the world knoweth us not, because it knew him not. There's this uh, devotional book I did back when I was, I think it was 18 or 19. Um, and it's called In My Father's House by Mary Cassian. It's uh, K-A-S-S-I-A-N. And it's a devotional book. Um, talking about relating to God as Father. So if you, you know, our relationships and experiences with our fathers can skew our perception of who our Heavenly Father is. So if you've grown up with an angry father or um, an absent father, then you will look at God as an angry God um, or a, a God who doesn't care about you. So it's important that we always check things um, with the Bible to, to see what the actual truth is because our experiences on earth and our feelings and emotions will cloud what the truth is. And, you know, Satan really likes that when we do that. Um, and there's so many verses on how loving and kind and merciful that God is. And I love those verses, but I want to look at um, the verses that talk about how faithful he is. Uh, if we look at the definition, um, on Google, like if you just Google it, <laughs> uh, faithful is loyal, constant, and steadfast. Um, and some of the um, synonyms are true, devoted, um, unswerving. And so I definitely think faithful is a great thing to be, um, whether you know it's you're a friend or a spouse or whatnot. But especially when it comes to a parent, um, and especially God. Um, the fact that God is not changing um, and he's unswerving to his uh, relationship with us. And so if we look at some of the verses in 1 Thessalonians five twenty three through 24, it says, In the very God of peace sanctify you wholly, and I pray God your whole spirit and soul and body be preserved blameless unto the coming of our Lord Jesus Christ. Faithful is he that calleth you who also will do it. And Second Thessalonians three two through three says, and that we may be delivered from unreasonable and wicked men, for all men have not faith, but the Lord is faithful, who shall establish you and keep you from evil. And then First John one nine says, if we confess our sins, He is faithful and just to forgive us our sins and to cleanse us from all unrighteousness. Hebrews ten twenty three says, let us hold fast the profession of our faith without wavering, for He is faithful that promised. And then uh, Lamentations 3.22-24 through 24 says, It is of the Lord's mercies that we are not consumed, because His compassions fail not. They are new every morning. Great is thy faithfulness. The Lord is my portion, saith my soul. Therefore I will hope in Him. I take great comfort knowing that God is faithful. Um, he's faithful when nobody else is. He's not moving. He's not changing. He was the same as He was from the very beginning of time until the future that I can't even imagine. So when I have people in my life that I feel rejected by or uh, disappointed by, I don't need to put all my eggs in their basket. They're, they're people. 
um, they're humans just like I am. And I mean, they can make better decisions in certain things, but um, my expectation alone should come from the Lord. And, uh, and then the other thing that's comforting is that even when I'm not faithful to God, God is still faithful to me. How many times can we look at our life and say, yeah, I wasn't obedient to God in these things, or I let some, some other things take priority over God. Um, I put things in front of God. Uh, I chose my sin over God. How many times have we done that to the Lord in our relationship, yet he hasn't abandoned us through that? Um, if we have asked Jesus to come and live in our heart, he, he lives there. He's um, always there. And um, even though it hurts him, he's still faithful to us. And if you haven't read the book of Hosea, I encourage you to do that because that's such a good picture. Um, it's supposed to be a picture for um, God and Israel, but it's a good picture for us and God um, now. So I'm just thankful to have a relationship with the creator of all and such an intimate one where he invites me to call him father and he never leaves. He never changes. His love is unswerving and he's always there when I cry out and I um, I hope that you have that same relationship with him. If you don't, feel free to, to message me. Um, and also if you have any questions, and I've got a bunch of other verses if you're interested. Um, but it's just the best relationship you can have. Thanks for listening, and I'll talk to y'all next time.